Wan Shitong and his knowledge seekers collected books from all over the world and put them on display for mankind to read so that we might better ourselves. If this place has books from all over the world, do you think they've got info on the Fire Nation? A map, maybe? I wouldn't know. But if such a thing exists, it's in Wan Shitong's library. Then it's settled. Aang, I do believe it's my turn. I'd like to spend my vacation at the library! Flameo, hot man. Welcome to the Ember Island podcast. This is a show where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender sit and talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Barbara. And today we'll be talking about book two, chapter 10, The Library. Should have said that in Sokka's voice, but. <laughs> Spooky. No, but seriously, though, this episode's creepy as hell. Like... Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> oh, God. So every, you... I love every spirit episode. I know. <laughs> the spirits are not joking, playing around here. <laughs> so before we talk about how creepy the spirits are, in particular, this badass looking owl, um, when it talks spoilers. Yeah, so uh, so Avatar The Last Airbender came out in 2005. This episode came out in 2006 or seven, But that still means... You have had over a decade to watch every single episode of Avatar of the Last Airbender. That being said, we are assuming you have seen every single episode. So so we will be spoiling things that happened before and definitely things that will that will happen later, as well as things that are happening this episode. So heavy spoilers ahead. Yep. So, for those of you who don't remember what this episode is, this is the one where the gang travels to an ancient library owned by a creepy-ass owl, <laughs> where they uncover a massive secret about the Fire Nation that could change the course of the war. Ooh. Yeah, so this is a pretty great episode. So, for the last couple episodes, we've kind of had a lot more character-heavy stuff i think this is an episode that really pushes Drives the, the plot. plot specifically in a new direction not that we don't still get the great character moments but this one in particular it's a game changer for the plot yeah for this a while is, there yeah this is this is definitely a plot episode i would say that it is that it's a very similar episode to to the to the solstice episodes in the in the mm -hmm. first season that um, kind of seems to be the running theme for like all the spirit, spirit episodes <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's see how we can fuck over the gang even more and just give them these crazy bombshells <laughs> yeah so um spirits are creepy yeah and awesome oh yeah and they're awesomely creepy like very Miyazaki-esque. We say this all the time, but seriously, uh, this this one is straight out of a freaking. This one is way. straight no face. It's straight up no no face. It's terrifying. This owl. <laughs> yeah. So this um, owl totally gave me nightmares when I was a kid. Like no face already gave me nightmares, even though I loved the hell out of that movie and watched Spirited Away so many times. Like the owl gave me nightmares as well. well um, terrifying. I will 
talk so much about his character design because oh, I, I feel, know it's such a great design. Oh, no, I the animators wait. this episode were so good. It's so good. I the like designs it. of this stuff oh. in this episode is really good just across the board. It's, oh. it's awesome. Okay, before uh, yeah. we get too far into it, let's let's start at the very beginning. So yep. before It's basically the, spring break. <laughs> spring know, break for the gang I wrote. <laughs> oh, before the episode even starts, um, we we get the last time on Avatar thing. And um and we are directly reminded that Admiral Zhao went to some library and found out some things about the Water Nation to 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 um to to um do the terrible things where he tried to destroy the moon at the end of at the end of the last book. Uh it turns out that this is the library that he went to. Admiral Zhao yeah. is the worst. Yep. He Even ruins the everything. He's still a piece of shit. Ugh. Yeah, he ruins everything. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> Good for him, though. He Great. is. He's, he's still screwing over the Avatar, even in death. Mm-hmm. It's so, great. spring break for the Avatar. Woo, spring break! <laughs> and they all have the best... <laughs> The best field trips. We'll get to. I, I want to ask you which field trip you'd want to go to out of all of the ones that they do in this episode. But we open it with Aang's field trip, and he chooses this little dugout area where, like, you got these gopher meerkat things. <laughs> and he's like playing a flute, and every time he plays a note, Ooh. one of the little. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of the gophers just pops out of the hole and it's so adorable. They're so cute. It oh is my gosh. like musical whack-a-mole. It's so cute. <laughs> I don't know how Aang found out about these these things, but Aang I is mean, very well well traveled. It seems he like he's been everywhere in his in his eleven years in the past. Yeah, I know, I know, right? He seemed to jump <laughs> around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it's freaking adorable, and I would love to go on this field trip. However, Sokka is not having it because he feels huh. like we should be pressing on and worrying about how the hell we're going to beat the Fire Nation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but spring break though. Uh, okay. It's it, you know, I, it's like it's like that one kid in college who really wants to focus on that project that's due like two days after spring break, but you're too busy having a fun time I mean, that you don't really want to think about it. <laughs> yeah, but I gotta side with Sokka. Everyone's going on these quote mini vacations, but but how long have they been like training and stuff? A few months, <laughs> three months, four months. Yeah, <laughs> it's do, still do spring. Yeah, they, it's spring. We know that much. They have till the end of summer basically to stop Fire Lord. That's because that's when the comet comes. So yeah, they have like three months, three, four months tops, maybe. I'll, I'll give them five to be generous, but <laughs> not a lot. Yeah, but even then, they haven't really been doing a lot to get a vacation. It seems like they're every kinda, other yeah. day they're on a vacation. You're kind of right. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of true. Like, 
it's interesting because I think part of my question for a while has been, where actually are they going at this point? Like, have they said they were going to Bossing Say yet? Because I feel like they haven't. It seems it well. Um, this episode, Sokka says we are we are we are going to Bossing Say now, but like before, it seemed like they were just figuring out <laughs> what they needed. Kind of sticking around. <laughs> yeah, that has always been like on the like back burner of yeah, we should go to Bossing Say eventually, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, yeah, it, it's pretty funny. Like, on the one hand, I don't mind because it's given us way for, like, awesome, just very character-driven episodes or character-focused episodes. And um, You don't want to see Judy? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Judy. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Wonderful. Lots you of creepiness want- to come. <laughs> you, you, you don't want to visit Lake Logai? Um, no, you know, I think I think I'm good. I, I'll go on vacation somewhere else. I don't, I don't need to go like right. Also, right. guys, yet again, I did say spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't remember Lake Logai though? Seriously. <laughs> uh, uh, there is a subreddit where the whole thing is um, that that um, that out. whenever you no whenever you post anything, they're like um, the Earth King invites you to Lake Logai. No. <laughs> yeah, it's I great. I'm honored to accept his invitation. <laughs> God. It, it's really it's so fun. disturbing. <laughs> great. But anyway, um, um, Sokka says, should they just head west until they find the Fire Nation's uh, the um the uh, uh the Fire Lord's house? <laughs> like like are they just gonna walk up to his door no they 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 don't know what the fire nation really looks like they 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 know that it is a iron that it's a island nation but they don't know where any of the cities are where any of the capitals are how they would actually get in except going west so Mm -hmm. they're kind of lost um they don't really care except for Sokka no (laughs) it's all good but more field trips so now it's Katara's turn to pick a field trip spot and she goes for Tatooine essentially (laughs) (laughs) Tatooine it's basically Tatooine (laughs) it's like some weird desert outpost (laughs) with the cantina and creepy uh, sand people Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so they go there thinking it's going to be this nice little spring oasis based off of the very outdated maps that they have. And they get there and they realize it's Tatooine and they're like, shit. <laughs> so <laughs> they go in and not going to lie, I would love to have one of those cool smoothie things that that dude made. Ooh, I would love one that good. didn't have mango in it because I'm allergic. Yeah. Yeah. She's allergic to mango. That's not good. But the rest of it looks great. Right. I'm wondering, do you think do you think they asked Zuko to make make them some of those when he joined the group in book three? Because <laughs> you know, he's got that dual sword action going on. I'm sure he could do it. Ooh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Zuko would be the best bartender. <laughs> Zuko just like cutting cut just cutting like a giant watermelon and yes. into little cubes. Oh my god. <laughs> 
amazing with his dual swords. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me help you guys. Let me do it for you. I want to be helpful. Yep. <laughs> that was when he really wanted everyone to like him, but no one liked right. him. Right. <laughs> Fantastic. That would, that would get me life. on his side. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all in. It's like your tea, your tea game is not the greatest, but I feel like you can. It excel got better. And, yeah, it gets better. I mean, I didn't see the, any of the gang spitting out their tea when he served them tea at one point. <laughs> so that's a good sign. Yeah. yeah but so, his movie uh, game might be pretty awesome as well. Yeah. So, um, uh, someone bumps into Aang, his drink goes, just goes all, just, just goes all over him. And then he's like, oh, um, let me just clean it off myself. I'm, I am, yeah. I am super good at that. Uses airbending, shows his arrow, and it turns out the person that he bumped into was uh, was Professor Zhang, who 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 is from the Fasting Say University. Yep, he's the head of anthropology. I love his line. Um, you're a living relic. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I try. I try. <laughs> I find yeah. it strange that the first thing that he asked was what was your main like agricultural crop <laughs> um do fruit pies count as an agricultural product <laughs> i love this guy he's just so passionate and <laughs> i feel like he's me amped up to times 10 i don't know like <laughs> uh, he's very pure in his pursuit of um, knowledge yeah yeah. He's just a dude who loves to learn, and I respect that. <laughs> yeah, he is, for for lack of a, like, better phrase, he's just a giant nerd. And that is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Us nerds like that. Y- yeah, exactly. Um, um, Sokka... Yep. He's, he's, basically, he's basically that kid who had, like, at least two birthdays at his local library or bookstore, which... May or may not have been me. <laughs> oh, that sounds wonderful. I thought it was great. <laughs> hate is gonna hate. I thought that was awesome. Like, I had a birthday party where basically everybody or all my friends. So, like, I invited like five of my friends. We all got like forty dollar Barnes and Noble gift cards and spit them however you want. Oh wow! <laughs> Pretty great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is great. Like, excellent birthday, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. So, um. So um Sokka Sokka yet again starts start start starts talking about how how he is he is just so he is just so upset that all of the maps he has aren't great. Um he gets to see Professor Zhang's map, um, which is a lot more updated, except it does not include the Fire Nation again. And Sokka yep. is very disappointed. But but everyone notices that that it's that that it that it seems like the professor has been going out into the desert quite a bit. Why is he going out there, Leslie? Uh, he's going out there because he's looking for some library that may or may not exist that was owned by the spirit named Wan Chi Tong, who is this creepy owl who just enjoys libraries and collecting knowledge. So. He, uh, he sends out his foxy knowledge seekers, or actual foxes. Foxy knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Waving to, fingers. Right, yeah. <laughs> to go and retrieve tomes and stuff from all over the world and 
put them in his giant library. Yeah, um, is a um um is a like Taoist phrase. Um um that means he who he who knows a thousand things. Um, but it doesn't mean that he knows a thousand things. It means that he is that it is it is a phrase that means that he is omniscient, that he is just all knowing. Which yeah. which which um which, which um comes up again and again in the way that he is drawn and the way that they that they that 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 they draw the library to get this feeling of of him always watching everything and mm-hmm. and like um just this omniscient overbearing feel which is yeah. which is really interesting um so cool but as far as like the mythology behind this library goes it just sounds so freaking badass like I'm all over this library. I would, lo- I'm basically Sokka. I would love to have my field trip at the library. I would love to have my field trip at the library. Yeah. Like, I love all these field trips that they go on, but this library is pretty sweet. If I could just maybe not have the creepy, omnipotent um, owl watching, that, that'd be cool. But that's the best I part. Do. But that's the yeah. best part, Leslie. But, but, uh, but no, though. <laughs> No, that is definitely no, the best part. I, I just, that I just want to go and all of the foxy helpers that you give treats to. We can keep the foxes. The foxes are cute. Um, oh, um we don't need the owl. <laughs> something, something that I that 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 I that I noticed was that uh, Sokka didn't like. It seemed by the way they by the way they were seeing they were saying fox and when like Sokka sees the fox for the first time i am sorry that i'm that that, that, I'm, that I'm kind of getting ahead of the story but he sees the fox for the first time and it seems like to him the fox looks strange so i wonder if they have straight foxes in that world or or if they're always like fox bears or fox wolves or something that are like combination right. animals because they have owls because I know. because the professor's like this looks like an owl mm. Full stop. Well, i've noticed that most of the spirit animals are just what animals. they are yeah mm-hmm. like hey is a panda and hey is a bear yeah. yeah yeah i mean uh face stealing aside the co is a cin- giant centipede thing um yeah the monkey the rude monkey that ang meets is just a monkey, just a monkey. yeah and you know what just an owl you're right we have made a breakthrough here all of the Could- spirits are 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 just single animals but all of the real animals except for the bear are combinations yeah <laughs> wait does that mean the bear is a spirit you know what maybe Ooh, fan theories hey we should <laughs> God. we need to remember this i know i want to look for signs <laughs> me too i'm very uh, curious now oh my god <laughs> so Sokka, feeling like oh maybe this could be a spot where we can actually get some info on the fire nation for a change decides to spend his vacation at the library <laughs> I loved that. It's so great. That's totally me every summer. <laughs> Just like, mm-hmm. I can't wait. <laughs> um, 
yeah so the, they that what professor mentions that he that he almost died every time that he that, that he went out into the desert um which is which is really good foreshadowing for like later episodes um, yeah they really hype up this desert <laughs> it's like um not the greatest deadly. place to be walking in not that we, not that the gang needs to worry about walking through the desert when they got appa right yeah but, yeah appa's forever um uh-huh yeah. yeah, so um um they all get on to Appa. There's a sky bison and just but not fly around the passing desert. The, not before passing the cre- uh the creepy sand Star Wars bandit people. Yeah, it turns out yeah, shoo shoe sandbenders. <laughs> <laughs> um <I'm just> like <laughs> shoe. Shoe. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um turns out that that um that um they all keep on looking at Appa and they see something that is novel and something that they can sell or use. And this is foreshadowing too for later. Mm-hmm. Um uh be 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 because it really shows that that they wanted to take Appa from the start and and they were probably going about their day saw him and then just took the chance where they could or even tracked them through the desert while they were flying around yeah which is really skillful Mm -hmm. super cool Mm -hmm. and they're flying around for what feels like forever tops (laughs) not really having any of it Uh, the professor (laughs) talks talks like to Abba and it's like oh, so wow you are the last of your kind aren't you I wish I could talk t- I wish oh that God. I had like sky bison language the like, stories this bison could tell <laughs> so uh, sweet and that um, is and that is where I where I wrote wow he's high yeah no <laughs> he is high on cactus juice he's very high on yep he drank a lot of that cactus juice we cut to talk. He's just like, "Are we sure this place even exists?" Some say it doesn't. <laughs> I don't fuck it. Um, after that, Toff does my favorite. The best thing. line. Oh. There it is. Pointing, super happy. Everyone yeah. looks out. Nothing's, nothing's there. And then she just waves her hand in, in front of her. Yeah. That's what it'll look like if someone actually spots it. <laughs> I'm like. So great. I will say this again and again, but this episode is very masterful at just again and again hammering it in that even though Toph is really able, she is blind, guys. She is limited. Yeah. <laughs> she is blind this episode, and that really matters. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so they finally find this spire that's jutting out in the middle of the desert. And they're initially confused, and then they realize that Spire Spire is actually part of the larger Taj Mahal-style library that's just completely buried mm-hmm. under the sand, which is so cool. That's a cool idea, just to have, like, so cool. a giant library or giant building just mostly buried underneath, underground. It's yeah. crazy. They really, they really find it because um, one of the foxes comes with a with a scroll in his, in his mouth and just, like, climbs into the to the tower mm-hmm. um, and it's like 
so otherworldly. Yeah, it's so cool. Like, I just want to know the story behind this library. Like, how did it get buried? Was it deliberate? Because, like, at the time when, uh, at the time that Zhao found this library, was it still buried? Was it all above ground? Was some of it still above ground? What what happened? (laughs) I, my theory is that when Zhao found it, it wasn't buried, but then, um, um, but then Wei Zhitong decided to bury it after um spoilers the fire the 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 fire nation destroyed the fire nation wing um um and i think that like the gang was just the last straw where like before it was just buried but it was still in the physical world just waiting for enough time to pass for like people to to kind of grow up to 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 see the air of their ways but but then he just like he doesn't bury it he brings it back to the spirit world it's yeah. gone forever yeah mm-hmm. like that's crazy so i'm like when they go into it are they like partly in the spirit world or like partly not no one maybe not. tries to bend if yeah but it but it also seems like Katara could bend because um But there isn't bending going on. Because yeah. Ang yeah. air, air bends. So mm-hmm. no, they are not in the spirit. So they're not in the spirit world. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, really cool, really cool idea. Um it, this it library looks really awesome cool. and I'm really sad that I can't go to it. <laughs> yeah, so um um, they oh, find- and I love the fact, and also the fact that it is underground just really adds to like mysticism. the hor- the, the mysticism and just the horror like vibe. Later. <laughs> yeah, it's like she's this thing is underground. That's great with the creepy owl attached to it. Uh, I love the creepy owl. Oh, speaking so- of which, <laughs> so- oh wait, before that, um, oh. um, when they find it, I find it adorable how like um the how the professor is it's like oh. It's buried. Better start digging. And starts digging oh, no. with like a little <laughs> cute little shovel. Little tiny shovel. <laughs> He's um, so dedicated. I love it though. <laughs> yeah, Toph feels the inside because she's a mm. master earthbender. And and we really see it this episode that she's a yeah. master. Um but um, even she has her limitations. Yeah. Yeah, which is why they keep on hammering it in about how blind she is. Mm-hmm. Um, she like, the joke's funny, but, like, <laughs> it's yeah. actually an important plot point here today. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want to to um, to um um go into the library because she's yeah. blind. She's she, she's held a book before. It really didn't. Don't exactly do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> so she decides to hang out with Appa, which <laughs> that's really funny after they go in. Uh, she's just awkwardly standing there. Like, sup, sup. <laughs> it's lovely. It's really cute. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so we're in the library. the library. Yeah, I have so many notes about the oh, library. Me too. Mainly revolving around this creepy ass owl, which okay, we're finally so here. Before, but 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 before we even see Wei Tong's physical body, um, every single column every single like mode every single motif they are all of him 
because he's just watching everything that happens in this library. He is totally, om he's totally omniscient. Um, when we first see him, we don't see his face first. We see the back of his head, which, which has like feathers that look like his eyes on the back of his head because yet again, he sees everything. And then he turns his head around in this creepy horror movie fashion, and we finally see him. And it's so yep. cool how how like they like keep on hammering it in that he's seeing all, that he knows all, that that he thinks himself to be om to be omniscient. Um, yeah. Also, um, um, Wei Shi Wei Shi Tong right now models himself well, after. There, Wang Shitong models himself <laughs> after a barn owl. So, um, so um, barn, so um, barn owls are symbols of death. Um, yeah, because um, that, and it's. Uh, I also want to add; it's also kind of clever because normally you associate owls with books and stuff too, right? Like, if you go to the library. A lot of the time, the mascot's either going to be a worm or it's going to be an owl. <laughs> because <laughs> they're like scholarly figures so the fact that it's an owl and a creepy one at that pretty nice mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah it is it is really neat so um so um right now he 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 just looks like a owl which is like a western idea of just like the wisdom animal um mm -hmm. later when he gets really pissed off and and just becomes this like Miyazaki no face monster. He kind of turns Ugh. into part part owl, part serpent, and the serpent mm -hmm. is the eastern wisdom animal. So it's really neat how how they keep on hammering in the whole like omniscient wisdom mythology stuff. Yeah, and it's you know what it's kind of a cross between um, two Miyazaki things I think so a uh, cross between No Face from Spirited Away and um, oh what's her name Naga I think or the Wolf from Princess Mononoke because oh. like he's got that voice where like they double like the mouth like, isn't moving the mouth isn't moving with the speech which makes it even creepier oh I and love that his it's like they put voices behind his main one so it's so when he talks it's just got like this weird uh otherworldly vibe to it similar to the wolf and um princess mononoke or like yeah it is it is kind of that like spirit echo like i don't yeah. know what to call it i can't describe yeah it's just like an overlay of voices it's it, that's just really disturbing because it's like nobody has a voice like that normally right so it just kind of it innately creates this uncomfortableness <laughs> like this is another worldly being so yes this design is kick-ass um when it starts attacking the gang later it's even cooler because it does that thing that you mentioned where it like turns into more of a serpent type creature with its neck the animation on its neck or just the animation on this thing in general is freaking fantastic slash terrifying could be yeah. but it's the neck that gets me with this one it's really creepy also the so, feathers so yeah and the feathers first, 
at first the feathers are very fluid and and like you 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 can't really see them it is it is more just like um liquid specifically when like he's doing that like wave over thing to take everyone's books it's mm -hmm. it is very like this oh, is a curtain that i am putting across but later yeah when he turns into the serpent type it's like his feathers turn into pages and they're just mm -hmm. really sharp and it's it's so neat it, yeah the 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 like subtle choices they make specifically with all of with all of the spirits they've really taken the time and the care to really make you feel unsettled Mm hmm and um oh i just remember the wolf's name by the way it's morrow Mm -hmm. yeah so for those of you curious as to what this voice sounds like either go back and watch this episode which I highly recommend you do or go watch princess mononoke which i also highly recommend you do because that's a great movie and um moro the wolf shows up with that same kind of voice where it's like overlaid um voices which is really creepy <laughs> uh, you know what uh they might have used that same motif because because that is a thing that um that um pops up a lot when they're doing the voices for these like otherworldly greater than mm -hmm. characters. I think, I think it's they, a cool it's a cool thing to do because it yeah it is unusual. Therefore, it kind of creates like this. But I think they recently they also used it in um in um Detective Pikachu for the voice of Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want something a little bit. New. lighter <laughs> yeah something that won't make you sad yeah. avatar doesn't well avatar makes me sad sometimes but it's a mm. nice sad you know. modern okay is just like brutal oh gosh <laughs> lovely yeah um yeah so wanchi tong welcomes them to the library by welcomes i mean he means get the fuck out of here because I banned humans from here because they're the worst because they only use knowledge to get the edge on other humans. So you know, exactly you what you're trying to do. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Sokka's like the worst liar ever. He's just like, yeah, we're totally not trying to do that. Wink, wink. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the avatar's so. here. The avatar promises uh -uh. for me. He'll vouch right, for eh? us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We promise. <laughs> and. I mean, Wanchi Tong is a very generous owl because he's just like, okay, I'll buy it. Oh, and <laughs> yet again, knowing. the reason why Wanchi Tong hates humans is because of Zhao. Zhao, Zhao ruins everything. Yeah, I mean, he fucks up because he, yeah, he's the worst. But I, it's I think it's safe to assume that there were other humans that came and went through this library who also did the same thing <laughs> like wanji tong's yeah, like going back to <laughs> like wanji tong's going back to reorganize the books that get thrown about uh by people who come in and out <laughs> he's like where are all these books like about war strategies <laughs> like nobody's grabbing the ones about art <laughs> why are they grabbing the poetry yeah i worked really so hard in some of those poems haikus. i know <laughs> oh i know right <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, no, uh, Zhao. Like, why is Saving Private Ryan Ryan out, and why is the VHS on it used up like <laughs> twenty times? <laughs> oh, Saving Private Ryan was such a sad movie. Oh, yeah. funny story. 
quick funny story um my 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 friend and i were were uh were were watching it in history class and 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 like both of us were were sobbing by the end sitting in the back of the room we looked at each other both of our faces just covered in tears and then we both just burst out laughing right at the end of saving private ryan so everyone turned around glaring daggers at us because they thought we were laughing at like the movie and not at how like cry funny we like both looked well <laughs> uh, yeah okay back to avatar so <laughs> so to get in um wanchi tong agrees that they can check out the library but they got to give them some form of knowledge in return so um katara gives him water bending scrolls uh zay gives him or the professor gives him some actual tomes which are first a edition. first edition very nice <laughs> Um, so I, and then we get the lesser gifts. So Aang comes up with a, a wanted poster of himself. He's like, okay, this is art. I suppose that counts. And then Sokka makes a butterfly knot. It's a is, special it, knot. It's a special knot. You're not very bright, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sokka. Oh. Um, then we oh oh and then, then we cut to Sok after he says that though Sokka's like uh, bright enough to fool you I'm like Jesus, no <laughs> what are you doing no Sokka if you were paying attention to the scenery everything that we saw when we first saw the spirit pointed that he's seeing everything that is that is that is happening he is just waiting for you to dig your grave yeah. Yeah. cut Yay. to the outside yep. um where 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 toff reminds us that she's blind did mm -hmm. you forget you know she's blind? blind she's blind especially in the sand where it's soft and shifty oh my note was i hate sand it's coarse and rough, it's coarse and rough yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i like it here where it's smooth, it's smooth. <laughs> yeah so she's talking about how the sand is like too shifty so basically her vision is just kind of blurry hazy. it's not pitch black but it's it's pretty hazy and it's not the greatest <laughs> um yeah so then we cut back to the library and they go to the fire nation section and unfortunately the whole place has been burned down thanks oh, Zhao. before that um ang opens up a book and sees this great illustration of a giant lion lion turtle the lion turtles of life oh, yep. we we got this so far in advance. Avatar, you you good. You planned. You're great. You I good, just... but at the same time, there are some other aspects of that finale that they needed to have introduced to us a little bit earlier I mean, as well. We'll talk about that. We'll, we'll get to it when we get there, but... We'll well, the energy bending thing that. that's really what i'm addressing or referring to here we'll talk about it later oh, you don't have to actually kill him this is a children's show yeah we'll get to that <laughs> so um they're all learning fun facts uh ang was left-handed in a past life i always oh, knew what? i was special yeah <laughs> remember katara finds the scrolls like hey ang did you know in a past life you were left-handed and Ang's like oh I, I always knew i was special it's like 
You've had hundreds and hundreds. At least one of them would be yeah, left-handed. Statistically speaking, one of them has to be left-handed. <laughs> Leslie's left-handed. I know I am. I always knew I was special. <laughs> I'm not special. I'm, oh, no. I'm the worst. I'm normal. Yeah. <laughs> God, you're so normal. Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah, Sokka's <laughs> trying to... <laughs> He's Sokka's just stealing stuff. Yeah, Sokka's just kind of being the worst. <laughs> um practical but still being the worst but um oh and then you got pro- the professor over there who's just having the time of his life <laughs> yeah, like i don't blame him this is like the coolest place ever <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah. um Sokka's um, kind of stealing anything he sees um and then um he just sees... you think they do late fees at this library no and oh. then he sees <laughs> a scrap of a a uh a, a a scrap of burnt parchment underneath a a a like glass enclosure and then he just takes his knife and is like this looks promising opens up <laughs> takes out steals <laughs> yeah and then proceeds to go to the fire nation section which is completely burned down thanks fire nation yeah specifically Zhao. which mm-hmm. again nice point on the fact that yeah makes sense the fire nation would, yeah and the fact that the fire nation would burn down their past history just so anyone else can't get the leg up on them slash so that they can promote their new war propaganda and stuff it's very nazi-esque of them yeah (laughs) yeah specifically nazi-esque that is Mm -hmm. that is really good point um specifically the 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 uh the scrap of paper that he though the scrap of parchment that he stole said um said the darkest day in in um in um in, in fire nation history so when he gets to the fire nation section he is obviously upset he has he has come so far this is this is like the final straw and there's nothing that he can really do about it so he just says to like the ether how am i gonna figure out what the darkest day in fire nation history is now and then we get the cute fox. So, yeah. um, so um, a cute fox spirit just just so happens to be um, coming coming by and is and is like, hey, let me help you. Just 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 as like a cute little point type Aww. of type of thing, pointing there. Um, so sweet. It, mm-hmm. The gang is like, hey, uh, uh, uh hey we should we should follow him so they all follow the fox to this to um um to this like planetarium except it's so cool they shouldn't have that word right do they have planetariums uh yeah that's actually that's true good point i wrote that <laughs> i never thought i, I didn't can... think of that it's like do they know the planets and stuff like they no, they know about the planets and um and um i think Sokka talks about how um how stars are like big balls of gas which is also a lion king thing um yeah. but but I think that they know that planets exist, at least really learned people. I'm not sure though. 
we never really get that far into like scientific theory yeah who knows and who cares because this planetarium kicks ass it's so cool looks so cool like yeah the design of it it's all like lever based and um old school it's really what do you you call this clock yeah it's very steampunk-esque yeah it's super cool um and then there's like a sundial style clock in the center of it all that you use to um see the different dates and what the different alignments were at a given point in time super sweet professor Zhang calls it a mechanical wonder it is a mechanical wonder it's yeah it's pretty nice so based off of the date that's written on the darkest day in fire nation history paper that Sokka stole they (laughs) (laughs) they use it on the planetarium and discover that that was a solar eclipse and then they realize oh that's the day when firebenders most likely lose their bending so big deal yeah could 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 katara backs it up because uh because as we saw during during the season one book one finale that was during a lunar eclipse where 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 all of the waterbenders lost their bending ability yeah aka when um zhao killed the moon <laughs> spirit <laughs> zhao killed the moon yeah because zhao's the worst did i mention zhao? zhao's the worst um yeah we're gonna but, make zhao like the worst oh, character God, of this season i hate him too. i know uh-huh um yeah but it's interesting though because i i really want to know what happened the last solar eclipse now if there was enough for there to be like a little memoriam thing that's like the darkest day in fire nation history like what happened last time <laughs> yeah like, so um how there, long ago do you think it was and like well it has to be more than 100 years yeah because be 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 because the fire nation has has been quite a powerhouse mm-hmm. um that might be when they started to think about getting their military power they might have had a war probably with the earth kingdom it seems it seems like though it seems like the water nation and and the and the earth nomads kind of either don't care uh uh the air the 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 air nomads don't really care about politics they don't really care about what happens um and, and then um the water nation is like really um really centralized it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like they would go out to conquer um they probably had some terrible battle with the with the earth nation that caused them to start to want to be a greater power and start to like become a world dominating empire that is my head canon and i'm not blaming the earth nation for causing the fire nation to become a bunch of nazi-esque jerks <laughs> but <laughs> yeah i don't know who knows but because i know sozin was just all about wanting to quote share their greatness with the rest of the world i don't really know where that sentiment initially came from unless it was just like innately or maybe from 
other other things and stuff but who knows i mean that is even that phrase is such a like um colonial empire making oh yeah it totally is alexander the great i like i need everyone else to share in our greatness and and we Mm -hmm. all have to become one one great nation type of thing yeah Yep, so who knows? It's a mystery. It's really cool though. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, now that they got that knowledge, when's the next eclipse? Let's try to find out. And because the Fire Nation is going down. And of course, as he says that, here comes Creepy Owl. <laughs> and uh Yeah. Wang Shi Wang Shi Tong has been watching you this entire time. He knows what's up. He knows because he's been watching you because this is his magic library. And he's just been waiting for you to just dig your own grave. Um, yep. So he decides he's had enough of pesky humans and now he's going to take his spirit library back to the spirit world where it belongs. Uh, I love this... this um this um exchange between Sokka and him Sokka is Sokka is like um we are we 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 are just trying to protect what we love yeah um now I'm going or that was Aang who said that I think okay Aang said that um the gang says this and then um and then um Wang Shitong pretty much gives gives a really interesting speech that that isn't simplistic where it's where where it's basically there were so many other people that came here that that thought their war was the right war is your war justified can can you actually say that like your wants and your needs are greater than than like other people's wants and other people's needs um and Wan Shi Tong is going to protect what he loves. Um, so he's gonna sink the building. It yep. it's it's really a like subtle stance. It is it is really neat to this is why I really like the writing, because it doesn't make anyone just like purely evil for evil's sake you you up you can always see what their reasoning is behind their actions even zhao even though we all hate zhao 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 is evil be 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 because of various stupid reasons and he believes stupid things which is why he does stupid actions no one's just mwahaha evil even though he did just try to kill the moon <laughs> yep oh yes so um so um the building starts starts sinking and mm, basically and, he uh, moves his the, the owl moves its wings in a manner that causes the library to sink or start sinking well it and, is it's more so that i think he relinquishes his hold on on it i think that it was kind of always in a state of sinking and that he was using his like spirit magic to hold it up 
and that he just stopped. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Super, Im- super important. Before, before we 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 get into what happens inside, outside, Toph feels oh. it sinking, and uses her earthbending to stop mm-hmm. the library from sinking using her actually, hands yeah i actually love this whole sequence it's just like a tension riddle thing where there's like three things going on at the same time where i mean you got you you, you have the gang trying to escape the library slash this creepy ass owl who's deliberately trying to kill them now yeah. <laughs> with his big ass neck and then you got Toph who's trying to prevent the library from sinking fast faster so that they can get out in time and then oh wait here come the uh the sand vendors all of a sudden here to kidnap appa and so Toph stuck trying to save appa save the gang and stop this library from sinking oh yeah and she can barely see because she's in sand right now <laughs> like it's just and a I, show and and i hate to be blase but she's between a rock and a hard place and our, yeah <laughs> really though like that is so tough no but yeah, she like, has i would hate to, to be in toss yeah yeah but she has to make a choice mm, i think honestly i feel like she made the right one well she as did, much as i love appa she did make the right one if if she didn't hold the library in place the gang would have died everyone yeah. would have been trapped and and I don't think they sank into the sands. I think they sank for a bit and then they just all transferred to the spirit world. I don't I don't think that the gang could have come back from that. Yeah, I don't and if they didn't, I don't know how. Like it's yeah, it's just so cool. It's like you know how like a lot of action scenes have like one ticking clock to to indicate a rapid Here's passage of time three. and it's like you need you need to do yeah there's like three going on at the same time there's the owl <laughs> who's determining everyone's locations behind bookshelves right now there's the sinking library and there's freaking sand vendors <laughs> approaching uh getting ready to kidnap Appa. like it's crazy it's three ticking clocks at the same time it's madness uh, yeah but um but um this is such a Miyazaki moment and I wrote that down where um where um right when right when Wang Shitong um throws his like arms out he's like his neck starts starts to just extend and, and oh yeah he becomes this like creepy no face serpent mm-hmm. owl monster that is just prowling the aisles yep. It's, it's basically the scene in Spirited Away where um, No Face starts attacking Shihiro after she gives him like the weird medicine that makes him like exactly. vomit everything up. Yeah. <laughs> like it's very erratic the way both the owl and No Face move. Um, the way owls, the way the owl's neck contracts and expands and stuff. Yeah, is, it is. Like... It is very serpent like and mm-hmm. he's moving whichever way he wants. And it's, and it's really grotesque, and it's ah, it's just it, it's just so interesting. Every time they bring in spirits, they do really cool things with the way that they that they draw them to make them all really unique. Um, 
Let me ask. So um, they are running for their lives um, until Sokka realizes that that they can't leave without knowing when the next eclipse is. Because it doesn't matter that they know that just one is going to happen. They have to know when so that they can plan to to actually fight to actually fight the fire nation then so um so um the gang decides decides to split up um Sokka takes Aang um Katara is just trying to kind of lure this 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 owl serpent monster away while like still still keeping Momo safe and still not just 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 dying um while like Toph is is um is um still outside just like holding just like holding the library up with like her bare hands just super super stressed you like see her arm shaking because because she's holding on for dear life and this is when we get the third shoe to drop um when um when um the sand the when the sandbenders come back and they start to try to capture Appa. And 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 um and um Leslie, as you were saying, Toph can't really see what is going on. She thinks someone's there and she's yelling that she thinks someone's there. Yeah. And she hears Appa and it's and it's really scary. Yeah, and that's important because it's like if she wasn't in the sand. I'd argue that she might have been able to have stopped both just because she's that good, but because she's not and she can't really even see what's going on for the majority of this, it's, yeah, a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, there is a moment um, where she tries to earthbend behind her and she takes her hands off of the library and the library just plummets and she and she totally misses because she doesn't know where anyone is behind her she like knows something's behind her but she doesn't know exactly where and then she has to go back and just like put her hands back on the library because because if she actually tries to go over and solve the other problem the library will just be gone in a moment Mm. and it's and it's so it's so scary and it's so it's it's a really hard moment i think in yeah it's tough um i don't remember how old i was in this episode what I, I don't know probably like let's go like 11 or 12 yeah. I care so much. I was freaking out. Like I still freak out watching this scene in action. Like it's crazy. There's three ticking clocks at the same time and you can only really get Toph can only really get two of them practically speaking. No. Specifically and, uh, spe- specifically when she like tries when she tries to earth them behind her and the like li- and and the library starts to plummet. That is where my heart just sinks into my stomach. Oh, no. It's like shit. Yeah, and then you see the sand vendors in the distance, and you're just like, double oh, shit. No. <laughs> like, oh no. Oh, that sucks. And yeah. So and they have painted this moment so wonderfully throughout this entire episode. They showed the sand vendors want Appa and like Appa. They they like showed 
Toph is blind over and over again. Um, um, kind of in like comedic ways, but they really hammered it in. They also showed that she's not good on sand at all. Like it, like it's not good for her. And she is limited, even though she has all of this great power. And then it brings you here. And it's and it's a perfect road. It is a roadmap to this one moment of sadness. And it's and it's so it's so terrible when when Toph has to continue holding to to continue holding the life the the library while we see Appa being dragged away. Yeah. I'm so sad. Mm. And yeah, she's she's not happy about it either, obviously. But yeah. No. Oh. And then we cut back to inside the library and uh the owl catches up with Katara and he brags about all the different water tri or <laughs> water bidding styles he's well versed in, including foggy swamp style. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh and then Sokka throws a boomerang at him. <laughs> That's called Sokka style. It was Learning. a book. No, oh, was it a book? He no, uses it was a boomerang. A... No, he just a crashes a book on his head. <laughs> Either way, Sokka style. Learn it. Yeah. No. Uh, so it knocks uh, the bird out temporarily. And um, they're getting ready to fly out. But Professor decides he wants to hang out with these books. I'm like, the owl is going to kill your ass. <laughs> Like books are great and all, but like my fear of that owl trumps my love of those books. I could be here for I uh, I spend an eternity here. Yeah, I could spend an eternity here, which very much remind me of that one Twilight Zone episode with the with with the man who was um alone in the world except for books, and then his glasses break. And and like and, and like now his life is worthless because he can't read everything that is that that is that's just around him right out of reach. Um, uh-huh. And I love how the gang just goes and they don't try to reason with him because they can't. Just bye. Yeah, no, just <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. And it's not a sad ending for him, even though um mm-hmm. he's even though he's dead um it seems it's like it seems like that's what he wanted (laughs) yeah he wanted to die amongst those but he's been so long looking for this place i mean by the time you get there yeah like when he says i i could spend an eternity here i think he knows he's gonna die but you know what he's gonna die surrounded by the things that he loves and you know what i'm kind of poetic about that once she Wan Shi Tong, if he gives him time to talk instead of just taking his head, I think he would spend a, a, a actual attorney there. I think that he would be happy doing that mm-hmm. if he gave him time. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know, though. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but yep, I, I thought, yeah, it was sad, but, you know, like, it's bittersweet because oh. I I really like that character. He's just so passionate. I appreciate his passion he, and, and he is fun. He yeah, is really fun. Optimism, <laughs> yeah. Like he must yeah. have been an excellent professor. He was probably like everyone's favorite professor. Anyone majoring in anthropology at Boston say. 
because he just looks at everything with with just so much wonder and Ugh. so much respect. Like I wish some of my professors had that much joy in what they were teaching in college. Yeah. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, one more thing. I thought that it that, that it was really smart that Sokka just started looking at at uh, at, at dates from from now to Sozin's comet. Right. Oh, yeah. I forgot that part. That's yeah, all while, that matters. Yeah, because... I forgot. Yeah, while while the bird is chasing their ass and the library is sinking, and Appa's about to get kidnapped, and Toph's trying to stop the library from sinking. And and and. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Sokka and Aang. The reason why they haven't gone out as fast as they probably could have is because they're actually looking for the date for the next solar eclipse to see if they can't get the edge on the Fire Nation. And luckily, they do figure out what it is before it's too late. And it happens to be like, well, I don't know, like a couple weeks before Sozin's Comet. Kind mm-hmm. of like that, just by the timeline. Yeah. So yeah, we technically yeah. don't 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 find out this episode though. We 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 found mm-hmm. out in a later episode. Yeah, but they found out that it's quick to yeah. run. Mm-hmm. But they found out something, and the fact that they spent this much time on it implies that okay, this is probably going to be important, and they're going to go for trying to beat the Fire Lord even before the long before that comet now so yeah um yeah so they get out just barely that's really scary when they're all on hanging on on the glider together and then <laughs> the, the shot of the owl with his neck outstretched again just going for the kill like that's, that's well, he is fine. going like a like like a serpent just like taking his like snake head and just frack Mm-hmm. right on yeah it's scary <laughs> it's so well done mm-hmm. yeah it's great great sequence lots of tension leave. horror horror at its finest yeah so they get out thinking oh all is right with the world i mean yeah we lost the professor but you know Taka and katara are just hugging uh happy like, to be alive yep some crazy field trip am i right <laughs> cuts it off uh, don't wait where's appa <laughs> and Toph doesn't even say anything and then they realize oh shit yeah, and Toph is just on the ground oh just devastated slash exhausted i'm sure um yeah and then cut to ang who's about to lose it and then we cut to white i'd say cut yeah. to black but all these episodes in and like or cut to beige because that's when yeah, they cut it I... things his eyes were just oh god oh it's devastating ang for like the next couple episodes it, it's just bad it's basically ang going through the five stages of grief for like the next five episodes five six episodes <laughs> it's heartbreaking uh yeah so that concludes this episode the library what a doozy <laughs> like really creepy primarily and then it just ends on just like this absolutely heartbreaking note it's like jeez so it only goes gets worse for the gang from here really because next episode they are actually going to have to walk in season or in book two chapter 11 the desert (laughs) so now um, now if now if you remember the areas that the professor was was looking for the for 
for the library in on the map, all of them pointed to the center of the desert. And every single time he said that he almost died and he was actually prepared for the desert. We will learn next episode. They are not prepared for the desert. Oh, uh, no, absolutely not. Gosh. And it's, it's great because like it really, you really do feel Appa's absence as a result because they're stuck in the fucking desert. <laughs> like, yikes. Um, yeah, even though Appa doesn't, doesn't talk, he's uh, really a character that... I know. It's that, devastating. Yeah, it is. And you see how it affects everyone else, specifically Aang, who's known Appa for a really long time it's, it's so Appa's the yeah. only thing that he has from his time and like from his home mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah so next episode is gonna be sad <laughs> the good news is we also have cactus juice which was needed to bring some levity to that episode so yeah <laughs> but until then um yeah this is a great episode I, I really like the library and we are officially halfway through the series. Mm-hmm. I'd say this is a good halfway point because it's uh you get a giant bombshell that progresses the plot by a lot at this point. And you also get the loss of Appa. You don't know how long that loss is gonna be. I think if you were me when you were younger and you grew Thought up it was watching, forever. Like, really? Oh, I figured it would be like next episode they'll come back. <laughs> Right? Oh no! Automatically. Oh. Well, okay. For the 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 uh the first episode, I thought that he would just be back the um next episode, but after he didn't come, uh, spoilers. After he didn't come back the next episode, oh. I thought oh he was gone God. forever. Yeah. Oh, it's it's devastating. <laughs> like and I, I, again. Yeah, and I respect that the show does that, where it's like, oh yeah, you were thinking you were gonna get um everyone's favorite bison back like next episode right <laughs> wrong tune in like yeah you really don't get them back for, for like six more episodes after that it's really sad. yeah <laughs> until the season's almost done oh devastating well yeah so until then stay flaming stay really really dehydrated in the desert with a yeah. lot of sand but cactus juice though it is the quenchiest <laughs> it's the quenchiest nothing's quenchier <laughs> see ya bye guys <laughs>